People today can spend half their lives over 50. So it's good to be financially ready for what's important to you as you get older, like a family vacation. Or starting your dream business. Welcome to Connie's Coffee. How may I help you? AARP's trusted financial tools can help you plan for whatever your future holds. That's why the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Start planning today at aarp.org slash money tools. The new Willy Wonka Golden Ticket Games from the Virginia Lottery are here. The Scratcher gives you the chance to win up to $100,000. The online game gives you the chance to win up to $1 million. For more information, visit valottery.com. Let the word go forth. Fool me once. Are you fired up? I'm not a crook. Are you ready to go? Shame on, shame on you. (laughs) It's Abe Lincoln's Top Hat. Hosted by Ben Kissel. Boom, we can't get fooled again. Hey, what's up, everyone? How you doing? Ben Kissel here, hanging out with Travis Irvine. Hello, Ben. And Fernando. Hello, Ben. It's great to be with you guys. It was awesome to be with everyone this past weekend. I want to thank everyone who came out to our show in Memphis, Jacksonville, and Atlanta. Y'all were so sweet and wonderful. And I will pass the word along to you, Fernando and Travis Irvine. Uh People say hello, and they say they love the show, and they love you two guys as well. So I wanted to tell you that before. Before we get in, say it to my face. <laughs> to today's episode, we'll have a lot to talk about. I want to start with employee rights. This is something as we see people exiting the workforce in mass. The a lot great of, resignation. The great resignation. A lot of folks will say, "Wow, are they lazy?" Okay, boomer. <laughs> no, it turns out yeah. that work conditions in this country have continued to devolve to the point where it is in your best interest to quit, stay at home, work for yourself, as opposed to pay high gas prices so you can go make less money. Than ever Ugh. before. There was an email that was sent by a dude named Wayne Pancrantz. Whoa, the name like that, him. he could only be CEO of the best kind of place. <laughs> the man's a total piece of shit. Wayne Pancrantz, he pank rats. Uh, he sent an email March 6th. Now, this email, I was speaking with Travis about it yesterday, infuriated. I was so pissed. Mm-hmm. And then Travis is like, oh, okay, I'll have to hear it in real time. I want to see it when the show starts. So, Travis, I want to read you a little bit of this email. That we were discussing last night. Oh. And I think that, and Fernando as well, of course. And I think that you guys are going to feel the rage um, that all of us felt when reading this email. This was leaked on Reddit. Again, the man that wrote it is Wayne Pankratz. He is a CEO of an Applebee's franchise. And this is, you know. I mean, with a name like Pankratz. (laughs) Pankratz? Pankratz. It's like pancakes, but then with rats. So he couldn't be CEO of IHOP. This is an unbelievable example of the curtain being pulled back of corporate America, and we can actually see how corrupt and disgusting their thinking is when it comes to taking care of the employees that make their freaking restaurants run. I don't care about Wayne Packrats. I care about the waitress. I care about the waiter. I care about the bartender. I care about the porter. I care about the people who are filling up all of the kegs of beer so I can continue to have my Bud Lights along with my appetizers at Applebee's. The employees need to be treated better mm-hmm. in this country country as again mom and pops have been snuffed out so corporate oligarchs like the people of applebee's can come take over communities and as we're seeing now the race to the bottom continues to get worse so let's just read some of this email from wayne 
The email begins, most of our employees base and potential employee base live paycheck to paycheck. Ah, identifying a problem. I'm sure oh. he'll have a great solution. <laughs> Any increase in gas price cuts into their disposable income. So he's, he's acknowledging inflation. He's acknowledging how gas prices going up means that employees are going to need to work more hours in order to maintain their current level of living. Absolutely disgusting the way that he's approaching this. He says, we're no longer competing with the government when it comes to hiring. Stimulus money is no more. Supplemental unemployment is no more. This benefits us as prices rise. People who we were who were relying on unemployment money simply will have less money to spend. It will force people back into <sighs> the workforce. So let's just break down that first uh, paragraph and let's talk about how unbelievably corrupt and disgusting it is. And it only gets worse. Again, this man wrote this email. He sent this email out. He thought that this was such a normal conversation. I believe he has since been fired that he felt comfortable enough to email it out. The fact that their employees live paycheck to paycheck gives these corporations power mm -hmm. because they know for a fact that, hey, you want to skip a shift here or there? First of all, there's no paid time off. Good freaking luck. Maternity or paternity leave? Yeah, have at it, my friend. I highly doubt it. So they understand that they have their employees over a barrel. Mm -hmm. And then what they have continued to do when these employers are over the barrel is simply fuck them in the ass. And it is absolutely disgusting. He goes on to say, furthermore, our competitors, especially mom and pop companies or smaller businesses, another disgusting view of the American system, right? right. The fact that Applebee's would even see Diane's country kitchen mm. as, as competition, as competition right. is it's it's horrible. It's a horrible view. There's a this neighborhood's only big enough for one good times eating place. Diane. Absolutely. And they also point out how mom and pop companies and smaller businesses are going to have to raise prices. This is why when it comes to economics and when it comes to this what's happening now with inflation, again, the people that can handle mm -hmm. it are the people who have some cash, have some coin, and the people that are that are going to get hurt are the working class people across this freaking country. So they acknowledge the fact that mom and pops are going to have to raise prices cut employee hours or pay employees less hourly. Again, at this moment, you could say, oh, is he going to pivot and say, mm. well, here at Applebee's, we got a lot more money and mm -hmm. we're going to be okay. So we're going to pay $15 an hour Whee! so we can help people out. No, that is not what he is saying at all. As a matter of fact, he's basically bragging about the fact that the profit margins are going to put mom and pops out of freaking business. Again, Yeesh. a race to the bottom. This is not about... Um, competition within the market. This is about monolithic entities mm. snuffing out small businesses all across this country. And again, this email just sheds light on all of these things that we already know. So this letter goes on to say how many businesses have been hiring team members for $18 to $20 an hour. He talks about how now this is no longer sustainable. Right. Again, given the economic circumstances. According to Wayne. Trucking is the backbone of America. Fuel costs are rising. This is what he also says. He says shipping is going to go up. Now, if those costs cannot be passed on to the consumer in terms of the menu price, this is him speaking, the only area they'll be able to cut sizable costs will be in mm. labor. Of course, again, referring to the small business. Now, Applebee's, because of their margins and the overheads and they get all of their money from the same corporate four farms, uh, same four corporate farms, they're, it's going to be a blip 
on their radar. Mm -hmm. This is a rounding era error at worst for Applebee's. However, they acknowledge this is going to put small business out, small businesses out of business, and he does it with glee. Again, Wayne Pankratz, you are a piece of shit. <laughs> the letter goes on. The email goes on. The labor market is about to turn in our favor. What can you do? Mm. Question mark. Wayne, what a great question. So many nice, good things we could do in this scenario. And it's important to remember, this letter is going out to managers. This letter is going out to people who have power over other people's lives. Mm -hmm. yeah. And this is what he's telling them to do. So what can you do? Labor market's about to turn around in our favor. Besides hiring employees at a lower wage to decrease our labor, make sure you have a pulse on the morale of your employees. That's what he says. Make sure you have a pulse oh my God. on the morale of your employees. Oh my God. He says, your employees that live paycheck to paycheck are impacted more than people reading this email. <laughs> Be conscious of that. Many will need to work more hours or get a second job. Do things to make sure you're the employer of choice. Get schedules completed early so they can make their plans, so they can plan their other jobs around yours. Most importantly, have the culture and environment that will attract people. Woof. Besides hiring employees at a lower freaking wage. Isn't this disgusting? Applebee's current corporate income is 169.6 million US dollars. Oh, wow. That was in 2021. And that is up $40 million from the previous year. Wow. All the employees are the reason why they're up $40 million. Mm -hmm. All the people that have customer bonds, all the times, you know, there are certain places in this country where Applebee's is your local bar. Yep. And you know everybody by name. These are human institutions. These are not just corporate phenomenon. And the fact that they have, they made $40 million more last year, and now they're going to punish the very people that made them that money. This is, again, why we have 4 million people walking out of the workforce on a regular basis, why we see people who are more disillusioned now with their corporate jobs or with their uh, professional jobs in the service industry. And now, of course, on the flip side of that, when you are in the service industry, what are you predicating your wealth on? Tipping. What are you predicated most of your money on is, is tipping. And if you don't have a stable income, a paycheck that at least has something that you can mm -hmm. count on, 250, 300 a week, whatever that is, that's something you can count on because sometimes tips aren't going to be there, right. especially in the era that we're in now where everyone is paying more. And if you can't afford it, one of the first things that you're going to cut is how much money you give at the dinner table yep. when you go to a family, when you mm -hmm. come with your family of five right. to go to Applebee's. That's the only thing that trickles down, as I've said before, and I'll say it again, is the freaking cost. And the fact that these corporate uh, oligarchs and this corporate mindset that somehow high gas prices, high taxes on the middle class and lower class or lower uh, economic class, more money for water, more money for food. The fact that this can be perverted into a positive, right. this is the problem with late-stage crony corrupt capitalism. Mm -hmm. Yep. Capitalism, as we call it around here. Absolutely. I mean, this is... It's unfettered capitalism, and it shows how warped the minds are of American oligarchs, which is, I'm very excited, a new term we're going to start saying. Sure, well, hopefully. it's accurate. When they do stuff like yep. this, I don't yep. know what else I'm supposed to think. Right, exactly. 
It's a textbook definition of an oligarch. What what what's interesting to me is who is he cooperating with? Did he did he know? You know, um, um, or you know, uh, this is, is sent is, out to other people who own franchises. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So they're all in cahoots. They exactly. know that they're they are all doing. This. And he's That's obviously getting this info from other CEOs mm-hmm. around the country because all the CEOs get the same data points. So they are now looking at this this labor quote unquote crisis. And but they're to your point, Ben, they're looking how they can actually profit off of it. And it's not like they're struggling. The other thing that really pisses me Mm -hmm. off about this as someone who owns a small business is that they are actively trying to harm those businesses. They're hurting themselves. They didn't do anything wrong, man. The world can live with an Applebee's and, you know, a local Tom's burger joint. Mm -hmm. The world can live with both of these things, but not to them because they just see Tom's burger joint as taking $50 a day out of their pocket. Competition. And they want that money back. And now all of a sudden when Tom's burger joint closes down, all the burgers at Applebee's can get a little worse because there's no competition whatsoever. And that is true, not to be fat boy Ben here, but (laughs) the food quality of all of these places has gone way downhill. Lack of competition, the mm-hmm. same for factory farms. Um, goods are not nearly as good as they used to be. And all of that is by design. So these corporations can make more money hand over fist, even though they're doing just fine. And I really wish that uh, when a company makes $40 million, they would reallocate that money to the employees that made that money for them. Yeah, I mean, this is how like, many times did Mark Pankratz or whatever the hell is Wayne Wayne Pankratz? This, this like, how many uh, times did he wait a table? Hey, I'm a Pankratz. I'm here with your never. pancake, and it's like well, I ordered a burrito. Okay, I'm a Pankratz. Sorry. It's like uh, that movie Wayne's World, but way shittier. Wayne's World, low wages, <laughs> not so rad, not so excellent, not so excellent, and not so freaking party time. <laughs> Fernando, what do you think? I think this is horrible. This is indicative of everything that's happening in our country. Again, what we just said, this is not just one CEO. He just happened to what he He just got got caught. Yeah, he got out. He got caught. He got busted. He's the one that got fired for it. And there's a hundred other rats behind the wall doing the same thing. Literally. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. And there is no um, there's no way to avoid this conversation as well. Who works in service industries? Mm, I know who. 50.2% 50.2% of the service uh, industry occupations are uh, white, non-Hispanic, and the rest is black and Hispanic. So the country, when it comes to this workforce, there is a reason why CEOs like this really think they can just get away mm-hmm. with it mm-hmm. because the people who are working there are disenfranchised to begin with. Right. And then second of all, again, they got kids. I got kids. They have mortgages. They are being forced at arrest point, bullet point, or you go to the freaking pen if you don't pay, you know, taxes and things like that. They're being forced to work. And then again, it's just people who are completely um, screwed. And it's really sad because also weren't these the people that we were supposed to be praising who were on the front lines during this fucking pandemic? Exactly. All of a sudden, like they should all be getting a raise. Yeah. And also the lie that somehow – Applebee's was ever competing with the U.S. government over wages. It was pulling teeth. It was pulling teeth to get any kind of compensation from them. And again, that's our money. Right. Reallocate it to the freaking people that need it the most. 
he just screws himself over on every level because he eliminates competition by eliminating other restaurants. He eliminates. It's just horrible. I, I just I mean, I, yeah. I, I understand why you were waiting to read this, Travis. So the rage <laughs> could build live. Yeah, I'm so mad. I don't even really know what to say uh, <laughs> beyond the, just Wayne's World. It sucks. But the fact that he acknowledges <laughs> that these folks are living paycheck to paycheck and then to weaponize that. Exactly. In, in local communities across America. Uh, I mean, again, yeah, like like you said, so he's been busted, which is good. But this type of thinking goes for a lot of, again, American oligarchs who secretly run this country. Absolutely. That is, uh, yeah. they just, he just got caught with his hand in the, uh, in the old cookie jar there, but there's a reason all these cats are fat. It's because they eat a lot of fricking cookies. <laughs> and uh, it's just something that, uh, that we have to be aware of. And uh, the people of Applebee's, the people who are in charge of their Applebee's, the franchisees, please don't be like Wayne Packrats. There has to be some good people out there that run these damn places. Yeah. Uh, but tip your employees. Uh, what? What can they do though? If this is the if this, if this is the is head the company of the culture, yeah, if this is the head of the fish, so then right. if you don't follow the company culture, you're a losing Applebee's. You're not one of the performing Applebee's in your town or in your district. Right. It you you end up losing the franchise. It's literally he has them against the barrel. Mm -hmm. He get, he had yep. the the management and the employees. Oof. It's really unfortunate. Anyway, check out that email. And again, another reason why we need to have worker rights in this country. And obviously, as I've said before, some unions are corrupt and corruption in any way is bad. But this is also why we need to have unions mm -hmm. when it comes to workers. And I would love I mean, I know fast food people have been trying to unionize for a long time. We saw what happened when it comes to Walmart employees trying to unionize. Good freaking luck. Right. You keep a population. You keep a large enough population poor enough. You know for a fact you'll always have a workforce next one in. And that's how they feel that they can just fire anybody because they know everyone is so screwed. Right. It's just disgusting. And again, the biggest welfare system we have in this country is corporate welfare. On both ends, truly. So we give money on one end to Walmart on the front end, and then they don't pay their employees enough. So these employees have to go on public aid. So on the and back then they can end, only shop at Walmart. And they can only exactly. So on the and front of course, end, and now the back it's end. Amazon because I'll never forget the CEO of Walmart being on CNBC crying because he can't compete with Amazon. <laughs> That's oh, right. Yeah. If you if you look God. at a map of the richest people in America from the nineties, it was all Waltons. It was. Of <laughs> and course. then slowly it all just kind of became Jeff Bezos. How evil must you be where you make Walmart be sad that you're evil? Yeah, like, man. <laughs> and then oh, we can't compete with those prices. <laughs> Sam Walton, I don't know what his heart is, but I would be surprised if he was super thrilled with everything. It seems uh, seems as if they've taken over a lot of great towns, raced to the bottom, and ruined them. People today can spend half their lives over 50. So it's good to be financially ready for what's important to you as you get older, like a family vacation. Or starting your dream business. Welcome to Connie's Coffee. How may I help you? AARP's trusted financial tools can help you plan for whatever your future holds. That's why the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Start planning today at aarp.org slash money tools. Sofas, recliners, love seats, everything is better in leather. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley, where bold meets durable. And wait a minute. Who's been finger painting on the couch again? 
That's okay. Leather is easy to clean. The new leather collection at Ashley is built with the durability you need for the whole family. Yes, pets too. Luxury is meant to be livable. Shop chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. Well, speaking of ruining, Madison Cawthorn, obviously he's trying to ruin the United States, <laughs> the United States government. But man, this story, this is a lighthearted story. Oh, is it? Representative <laughs> Madison Cawthorn, you know him, you love him. Uh, he's a psychopath. Um, he says he was on a discussion of this, uh, some, some douchebags podcast. Believe it or not, there's a lot of them out there. And he talks about how he was invited to go to a party. <laughs> And it was going to be full of a bunch of other politicians. Oh. And they were going to be having fun. Okay. And they're going to be spanking each other. Oh, they're going to be doing cocaine. Okay. And they were going to be doing overall orgy stuff. What? And Madison Cawthorn <laughs> is so not cool. Oh, no. Not only did he snitch on them, but he didn't even go. Whoa, Madison, what are you doing? You got to know the password. I've seen Eyes Wide Shut. You go in, you say the password, and then you just hide in the corners. <laughs> In all fairness, I would invite him to the orgy. He's a good-looking man. I would invite him to the orgy. Well, you could so, certainly have your way with him. Uh, that's uh, that's pretty that's pretty certain. So during this conversation, they were talking about the TV show House of Cards, which was oh. cut quite short because Kevin Spacey kept on having sex with boys. Oh. Uh, so the fourth, the fifth season, Robin Wright became president. Right. I would have been fine with it, but it did. I understand things are bigger than my little show, um, but it yeah. did kind of ruin that series, didn't it? That would be. Kevin Spacey's fault, but we still get to see him every Christmas oh, standing yeah. next to a fire talking real creepy. <laughs> Speaking of orgies, so House of Cards, they were talking about this uh, with uh, this podcast host was talking about this with Cawthorne. He says, the only thing that isn't accurate about the show is that you could never get a piece of legislation about education passed that quickly. Cawthorne telling the truth on that one. <laughs> okay. He goes on to say, I look at all these people, a lot of them that I've looked to uh, up to my entire life. I've always paid attention to politics. Then all of a sudden you get invited to, well, hey, we're going out to have some kind of sexual get-together at one of our homes. Whoa. You should come. You should come. That's what he says. And he says, I'm like, what did you just ask me to come to? And then you realize they're asking you to come to an orgy. Whoa. Oh, yeah. Madison Cawthorn, Matt Gates, having an orgy, all having sex with God knows who in front of them. Uh, Cawthorn <laughs> goes on to say that he has seen People in power doing cocaine and just really living it up. Cawthorn claimed to see multiple people leading anti-addiction efforts doing cocaine mm. Whoa. in front of him. So they say one thing on television. They say, don't do coke. And then meanwhile, they're doing it behind closed doors. Ah, liberty for me, but not for thee. Absolutely. And I just got to say, you know that these people, these legislators he's talking about, have got to be Republican because no, no one, yeah. no Democrats is going to be like, yeah, that medicine guy, he seems fun. He seems Get like him a nice- to the cocaine and sex party we're oh, having. This is, this is some Jim Jordan. I mean, this is a Lindsey Graham ham and biscuits. This y'all. is a ham and biscuits y'all party. This is Mitch McConnell. Oh, it's great to be here. Like, this is just, <laughs> can you imagine? A worse orgy than all the Republican senators and members of the House and Democrats, too. But let's just see Republicans here, because it seems like they're the ones who are having the orgies or at very least inviting Cawthorn to have one. But holy hell, that's a lot of white men. That's kind of why I'm with Scott Perry on this. He said you should have to name names if you're going to make those kinds of accusations or brush stroke accusations. Sure. Who's yeah. in there? I want to know. Chuck I want to get Chuck Grassley. It's all Grassley. It's all 
And there's only one way to get into this orgy, grass or ass. <laughs> and I've got both. So because of this, uh, House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy, who I'm sure, like all good McCarthys, he's participated in an orgy or four. He <laughs> pledged to speak with Madison Cawthorn about the allegations. Whoa. So that means so he's getting Kevin a- and Madison are going to get together. Remember that? James James Madison ah. and, and and his peers they were always discussing hey don't fuck each other <laughs> so Kevin McCarthy and Madison Cawthorn are going to sit down and Kevin is going to be like all right who invited you to the orgies and who have you seen do cocaine in Whoa. front of you according to Steve Womack He's a Republican out of Arkansas. He stood up in a House Republican conference meeting on Tuesday to address the comment. According to the source in the room, members expressed that they were upset with Cawthorn's allegations. Mm. Basically, they were upset. He snitched on the orgy party in the House of Representatives. And you know what? As far as government can do. This isn't the worst thing. Right. I mean, look, that's what GOP has always stood for. Maybe they need to be milked Great orgy party. (laughs) That's what they do. It's the great orgy party. Cawthorn basically showed up late to Fight Club. You know, they were, it was at the yeah. beginning. They're like, you, rule number one, don't talk about Fight Club. He showed up late to the orgy, and then they had already said, don't talk about the orgy. Right. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. I mean, again, this is, it's a uniquely hilarious Republican problem. I mean, obviously, I'm sure the difference is the Democrats aren't snitching on each other about all their fun right. parties. I mean, I'm not sure if the Democrats have any fun anymore. Well, I mean, that's the, the problem. The Harry Reid days, my God, they certainly did, but he was so quiet and tight lipped. You think it was a dry orgy or like a foam party? Oh, well. those guys, they probably do it all dry. Uh, yeah. I can't other than the uh other than the um whatever drips from their hair like Giuliani. <laughs> sure, right. I think it's pretty, pretty dry. Right. But this is the thing you see, you know, when Republicans do have a scandal, whether it's a, a closeted gay Republican or a, a Republican who's all about family values and then he's constantly cheating on his wife and has multiple mistresses. This is a uniquely Republican problem because they run on this holier than thou. Exactly. It, because it's required of their political culture, their their politics, their cultural politics um but then again it's it's liberty for me and not for thee they enjoy getting away with things that they know they shouldn't do and illegal things that they can get away with because they're elected representatives Mm -hmm. and you're not and of course madison cawthorn he made news a couple of uh episodes ago because he got pulled over for driving without a license he's also Mm. had a horrible record on just about everything um, also, it is required for you to have a license to get into the orgy. We oh, need to know right? who you are, who you say you are, <laughs> sir. <laughs> You're wearing well, a mask. We can't tell. So yeah. let's see some ID. I understand why their eyes had to be wide shut, because if you open them, yuck. That's Grassley with an ice cream scoop up his ass. Whoa. <laughs> oh, man, that guy's wild. <laughs> I'm, I'm going in. I'm going to do it, guys. I'm going to put a microphone where the sun don't shine. Uh-oh. I'm going to find out who is in these orgies. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a who's who of who farted. I'll tell you that much. Absolutely. There it is. Cawthorn has revealed that some of the very lawmakers, again, who are leading the movement to try and remove addiction in our country are on drugs themselves. This is what he says. He says, you watch them do, you know, a key bump of cocaine right in front of you. And you're like, and you're like, wow, this is wild. That's an exact quote. <laughs> yeah, that's also um, you're doing cocaine. Right. Right. Because I can't say I, I honestly I've never been like birds of a feather. 
Okay. I feel like if you're at a party and then like a bunch of people are doing cocaine and then you leave it, I would be like, I'm just gonna be like, probably did some cocaine too, right? He probably did. Because uh, yeah, if you're just everyone, I don't know. It's like if you got like, there's a pizza party and then everyone's eating pizza. At some point, you probably have a slice. <laughs> sure. Yes. So I don't, otherwise, how sad is it Maybe. for Madison Cawthorn? Also, he's already in a wheelchair, which again, no diss, um, he, but he's right table level. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. You don't even got to sit down to do it. <laughs> yeah, just feed it to him. Yeah, I'm sure that's what Kevin McCarthy is going to discuss with him. The the uh, etiquette of the orgies <laughs> and the cocaine parties and what to say, what not to say. It's like a Sidney Pollock talking to Tom Cruise's character at the end of Eyes Wide Shut. He's like, now look, I know you think you know what was going on uh, in there, but you're totally wrong. I don't know. I think I know what was going on in there. I am rock hard right now. <laughs> exactly. It matters on a serious level because, of course, the war on drugs is is real. It's still happening. Mm-hmm. Even the war on marijuana, unlicensed distributors are still being firebombed and destroyed constantly. There's still people in jail for having marijuana. Absolutely. Cocaine, crack cocaine. And that is, of course, why this does matter. And we can make jokes, of course, as we will, because it's an orgy involving disgusting human beings who write our laws. And if you can't laugh at that, you got to commit suicide. <laughs> But this is serious stuff also, you know, as the uh, fentanyl trade continues to rise, people are dying constantly. And now what we're seeing is as the increased militarization of the police, which it seems like I just said the word increased and it's been increasing and now it's increasing even further, mm-hmm. specifically because of what's happened with the stimulus checks that should have gone to people, mm. but instead went to precincts. And that is not right. Again, if you want to be more upset with the letter from Applebee's, all of these companies or police precincts that received COVID funds, they didn't send them. They didn't give them to anyone that needed them. As a matter of fact, there's a new article out now. This is from Motherboard. Police are buying drones and armored vehicles with the COVID relief funds. Now, I blame Biden, of course, for some of this because his State of the Union address, one of the most inarticulate things I've ever heard, um, talking about, we don't need to defund the place. Fund them. We got to fund them. Fund them. We got to fund them. And it's like, okay. And then with education and with, with education and, and no, they're not going to be spending this money on education. Right. They're going to be spending this money on what they're spending it on, which again is armored vehicles and drones. So you too can live just like a child in Pakistan. You don't even have to go to the Middle East anymore to feel like you're there. Yay. Isn't it nice? Thanks, chickens. Love when you come home to roost. (laughs) The White House has announced that the uh, federal funding for COVID-19 tested treatment and vaccines would soon be depleted unless Congress approves a new spending bill. Now it's being depleted because the American Rescue Plan Act or ARPA, that was $1.9 trillion of pandemic relief, has been spent or is being spent rather by local police precincts in order to further weaponize their enforcement when it comes to the streets all across this country. Again, the town that I grew up in, Stevens Point, Wisconsin, 25 grand, 25,000 people, that's it. They have a fucking tank. And the biggest crimes that ever happened in that town, I committed. Oh, <laughs> so I know for I'll a fact the tank's it, big enough. <laughs> exactly. Can I fit, Fox? <laughs> it's just absolutely a gnarly. This is what uh, President Biden had to say. Do you want to read it? Do we have Biden with us? Eh, I want more cities and states to use some of 
the $350 billion we sent to them on the American Rescue Plan to, to fight crime, to keep our communities safe by hiring more police officers for community policing and paying police overtime, and purchasing gunfighting technologies like technologies that hears locates gunshots so there can be immediate response because you know exactly where that gunshot came from that's that's a that's a guarantee jack it came from corn pop i'm pretty sure of that gosh this is just absolutely again it's infuriating one of the people at the um at the meet and greet i think it was in memphis he's like ben i want to say thank you to you and the boys for top hat i get angry every morning and i'm like fantastic (laughs) every day before work the kingsport police department it's a small agency in texas they purchased two military grade drones they did that in early march thanks arpa funds the u.s also approaches the grim milestone of 1 million COVID deaths. So at no point, and of course, when it comes to COVID, uh, you know, there are, um, there's a lot of uh, debate over how we're calculating the number, this, that, and the other thing. But COVID is real, and a lot of people were devastated because of it, economically and physically. So let's, you know, we can have that conversation about bloated or inflated numbers or whatever, but the numbers, there are factual numbers as well. Yeah. And uh, there's a lot of people Uh, that were devastated by COVID, and at no point are they going to be helped because now there's a drone outside their window. (laughs) The drone isn't going to be delivering medicine. Right. How is this How is this a proper allocation of our tax fund? This shouldn't even be legal to do this. I mean... If the the government gives you money under under the guise... Travis, you know about this stuff. If the government gives you money mm -hmm. under the guise of, like, spend it on COVID relief, Mm -hmm. and then you go and spend it on drones, how is that different than me being like, here's some money, you can go get a frozen pizza, Uh and then you come back with, like, you know... A, you know, a gun. A, a gun. And it's like, I just needed pizza, brother. <laughs> yeah, like, but now we can hold up as many pizza places as we want, Ben. Check that's actually out. a solid point. But you didn't do, you didn't, you didn't, that, you, you broke the contract. Right. Well, that was part of the, the deal with COVID funds is that they were so broad and so much money went to so many different states that then it became up to those states on how they wanted to allocate it. Um, so this was actually not uncommon. I mean, there was uh, COVID money pumped into uh, to police departments in Ohio as well. And keep in mind, it's money that a lot of the Republicans voted against. But then when it goes to cops, who's the first people to come out and mm-hmm. you know say that they did something for backing the blue? It's Republicans. It's the same Republicans who are going in these orgies or doing illegal <laughs> drugs. <laughs> And then they vote against something because Biden, uh, you know, is behind it. But then they take credit for it once all the money comes back to the states. And of course, they only back the blue if the blue backs the orange. As we saw with January 6th, -hmm. those officers have gotten zero love by the uh, disgusting Republican Trump establishment, which is exactly what it is. So obviously, this technology has been criticized. There's a gal, her name is Jasmine. She's an organizing director for the Community Movement Builders. It's a grassroots uh, black liberation organization based in Atlanta. Don't know too much about it, but this is what she said. She said, there's plenty of money for people. It is just being spent in ways that are antagonistic to working class Americans could not agree with her more on that. Meanwhile, in Franklin County, their sheriff's department, this is in Missouri, they spent $334,000 of its $2.6 million allotment on a Lenko Bearcat armored vehicle. And that's to replace their mine-resistant 60,000-pound armored personnel carrier. I don't know how many mines are in Missouri. 
And again, this is not, we are not on the battlefield here. These are local municipalities and it sends a chilling effect. We talk on the next episode, uh, we speak with a gal, uh, Katie Shanahan, who just explains redistricting and gerrymandering so perfectly. I think you guys are going to love that episode. But we talk about the chilling effect with the census. Mm -hmm. People being a little scared to fill it out. Mm -hmm. I wonder why, because you know these tanks and these drones are driving and hovering in areas that are not gated communities. Right. They're tormenting and and terrorizing uh, poor people in this country. Butler County, Pennsylvania. Butler County. They bought $330,000. It's a Gurkha armored vehicle. And the Hancock County Board of Commissioners in Ohio, they approved a Bearcat armored vehicle with ARP funds at a price of $250,000. Insane. Meanwhile, at Applebee's, don't worry if gas prices are higher. We can hire people for less. Mm. Yeah. I mean, and and again, to your point, these are supposed to be COVID funds, American mm-hmm. Rescue Plan. Yep. We're rescuing parts of America that need it. And what kind of virus are you going to hunt down with a tank? That's just not how it works. You no, know, it's, it's not how it works. It's not a cheesy horror movie. You can't shoot COVID with a shotgun. Exactly. Or a tank, for that matter. Or a tank. Yeah, man. A... Um, There's a police training facility uh, locally known as Cop City. They also got $90 million. And if it comes to training, I can deal with cops being trained unless they're training them how to kill more people. Right. I mean, that was the idea, especially after the George Floyd protests of the summer of 2020 was, okay, you know, please... it was the debate on defund or refund or or move funding around. And even police said, okay, well we can, we can be trained to be more, uh, to deescalate situations and things like that. But even then we need money to do that training. So even though they get the funding and in theory, it's for better training Mm -hmm. to lead to less people killed again, uh, the cat is out of the bag. This is how they've been spending the money. And this is according to Jasmine. Once again, they say, uh, when we talk to people in the community, the things that they say, keep them safe are, Housing, food, and water security. So not patrol cars. They go on. (laughs) And also having pathways towards resolving conflicts that do not rely on criminalization or the uh, carceral state that are based Mm -hmm. in transformative Mm -hmm. and restorative justice. Those are not the things that police are equipped to do because the institution of policing is not actually here to keep individuals safe. Hmm. So that is... uh, It's only going to get worse, as a matter of fact, when it comes to, again, the weapons that weapons of war coming home to roost. These these are government contracts. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, again, once you get on one, you've got to continue to spend. Otherwise, the government's going to cut your budget. Yeah. And then next thing you know, you don't get your new bear cat. People today can spend half their lives over 50. So it's good to be financially ready for what's important to you as you get older. Like a family vacation. Or starting your dream business. Welcome to Connie's Coffee. How may I help you? AARP's trusted financial tools can help you plan for whatever your future holds. That's why the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Start planning today at aarp.org slash money tools. Sofas, recliners, love seats, everything is better in leather. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley, where bold meets durable and... 
Wait a minute. Who's been finger painting on the couch again? That's okay. Leather is easy to clean. The new leather collection at Ashley is built with the durability you need for the whole family. Yes, pets too. Luxury is meant to be livable. Shop chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. Eric Adams, he's becoming, he's seeming, as he's, he's acting just about as bad as I Your thought he was Your old opponent. Yeah, yeah, he only beat me by 97.3%. <laughs> sure. Eric Adams is considering using drones to fight New York City crime. Oh, wow. Uh, this is a, uh, again, it's a Tel Aviv-based company. It's Blue White Robotics and Easy Aerial. That's the company. Those are two drone manufacturers, Blue White Robotics and Easy Aerial. They had a meeting uh, with Eric Adams. He attended a gathering in Williamsburg, Brooklyn at a hotel. And again, this is all about our tax dollars going to more corporations so they can make bank. And then they can also use their products to fine us, much like they do in Chicago and mm. in, in Illinois with the, with with the, the red speed light traps. Cameras. Yeah. This is what, according to, um, this is what a, a source familiar with the mayor's thinking, this is what they say. They say, Eric is a big booster of drones and how they can be used to streamline government function. Mm. But obviously, whatever he would try to roll out would be constrained. Yeesh. You know how the government is always so well self-constrained. Right. You know, they <laughs> just like spend money they don't have and just blame us for everything. So you know, mitigated. And- <laughs> yeah. The cost for each of these apiece? Seventy to a hundred thousand dollars. Wow! There's lead in the buildings. There's uh, buildings are collapsing. Rents way too high. The, the infrastructure is collapsing people. in New York. Yeah, yeah. And this is really this is really what they plan on spending their money on. Um, this is what uh, they say. They say if someone fires a pistol, the device will be able to know where the pistol was, and then we can be on site in a few seconds. Much faster than nine eleven, and of course, or uh, yes, the nine one one, not nine eleven. And of course, we always have to measure security with freedom. Yeah. Mm. And we get that. Um, New York already has some of the strictest gun laws in the country. And again, the same way with Apple being like, we're going to look at every single thing in your phone because mm-hmm. of child pornography. Right. Everyone's against child pornography. Right. Apps are freaking lonely. But this is just an excuse, in my opinion, to erode our civil liberties, to sign a government contract, to make his wallet fatter, Eric Adams in this case, and all of his cronies. It's just not going to help. The people of New York whatsoever. Right. I mean, there it's been proven the the shot spotters. I mean, we've got a lot of gun crime back in my hometown of Columbus, Ohio. Um, but there's, you know, again, it comes down to actual mitigation, to on being on the ground and not necessarily just uh, investing all this money in companies and products and things like that, especially to your point, you know, shot spotter, it only gets triggered when there is a gunshot. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 designed it's to work post, no when, matter what. A, when a crime happens, when a gun is is fired off. The drones, as we've covered on this show throughout mm-hmm. the last few months, are a little more surveying of everything. And it's, not, you know, they're going to hover up there whether there's shots going off or not. So. Absolutely. So a spokesman for Mayor Adams says he doesn't discuss private conversations, but obviously he's made no commitments and would never do so in a casual conversation at an event. Mm. One person, Jessica Ramos, 
uh, who I remember, a state senator there, uh, she says that this is, quote, irresponsible and invasive. And I agree with her. Mm -hmm. She says using taxpayer dollars to buy these surveillance drones while also asking New Yorkers to accept defunded sanitation, education, and human service departments is reprehensible. She's correct. Mm -hmm. She goes on. What will it take to make Mayor Adams understand that the very neighborhoods he wants to circle drones over are the ones who are suffering from the lack of investment? So please, Truly. we just, it's, man, it's just so corrupt. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it all ties together. How does your city spend your taxpayer dollars? I mean, most of these cities are spending a third of their budgets already on policing. And at some point it is like, well, if that's not working to keep crime down, maybe you start investing in other areas. Right. That that cause crime. You know, you invest in economics, you invest in education, so people don't need to go lead a life of crime. Absolutely. It's all very related. Uh, so kudos to to Ms. Ramos for it, calling out Adams. It makes no sense to me how you could put more money into something and it not get better, but every year you go, well, it just needs more money. More ben. money. More it just money. needs more money, Travis. Right. Right. Yeah, I think every single that's insane. Every Literally. single bad yeah. father who wonders why his kids hate him has that exact issue. I, but I'm giving him more money. Every year I give you more money. <laughs> I got you the tank. You love the tank. But I wanted your love, Dad. Oh, well, that's going to be a dinner at Applebee's, son. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right. Well, speaking of uh, just communities that have been uh, – notoriously suffered under uh, over-engagement with the police, obviously the black community. Just just quickly here, when it comes to Katanji Brown-Jackson. Oh, yeah, quick update. Uh, quick update. She will be confirmed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Joe Manchin has said that he will confirm her, which is a big, uh, big step. Uh, he also rightfully said that the week's hearings were, quote, disgraceful and embarrassing. So I am happy uh, that Joe, whether he came around or not came around, I'm not sure if he ever had any intention of not uh, supporting her. But um, it is I'm just happy to hear a centrist like Joe Manchin proclaiming the truth that this was an utter and complete shit show. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how else we uh, I don't know how else we appoint Supreme Court justices. But the recent four have just been carnival acts. And it's just I, I think it I think it undermines the institution. And it doesn't make us smarter. And it's almost we were talking with or we weren't speaking with, but John Tester was on uh, a show that we were watching and he mentioned how cameras in the courtroom, they change people's behavior. Mm. And so the in question the committee rooms, yeah. in the committee rooms. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, rather. And so you wonder, it's like, do they have to be televised or can they be televised and 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 watched in post. Right. I don't know, because, you know, Ted Cruz and all these other jackasses are trying to make 30 second sound yep, bites. Truly. And then this board, and you know, whatever. Again, she's going to be a Supreme Court justice. She's just fine, but she's just sitting there like, uh, "What am I doing here? Right? What's right. the point of this? And how does this have anything to do with my judicial thinking?" Also, Ben Sass, what a disappointment. <laughs> sure, I mean, there's a lot of disappointment there, but again, to John Tester, who's a blue dog Democrat from a red state, Montana, similar to the way Joe Manchin is a Democratic senator from a red state, West mm. Virginia, in his case, but. Yeah, they both, you know, again, give credit where credit's due. I know people are pretty upset with Manchin and a lot of things, but he came out and said, she's qualified. Yep. And that's what John Tester was saying, too. She's qualified. And that's how it kind of used to be <laughs> before these pre, the, in the pre-politicized Supreme Court times. Um, it really was just, are you qualified to be a judge? Absolutely. And that's why you'd see folks get confirmed 70, 80, 90 votes sometimes. And so what's happening 
and with this process, mm-hmm. what has happened to the process, to your point, um, over the last few years, over the last few decades, it's despicable. And what's happened now with the politicized Supreme Court, we're not going to give this too much breath, although I think you certainly could do an entire show on Clarence Thomas and his wife. Mm-hmm. Whoa, right. buddy. Clarence Thomas's wife being Crazy. complicit with the January 6th riot, talking about uh, the insurrection, talking with uh, people in power. Obviously, they're married. I'm sorry. I know it's not him, but it is. Yeah, you're married. You're legally Pelosi. the same freaking person. We basically. talk about Raul Pelosi and Nancy Pelosi all the time. Exactly. Yeah. If Clarence Thomas, if this was on the other side, the idea that he should recuse him, recuse himself would be mainstream. It's catching a little bit of momentum, but Clarence Thomas, specifically when it comes to anything regarding January 6th, should recuse himself. And again, when it comes to the hyperpartisan Supreme Court that we are currently living in, this is not. What it was supposed to be. Right. This was this is antithesis to the design of the Supreme Court, which was supposed to be an independent mm-hmm. apolitical body. And I know I'm being schoolhouse rock with it, and reality <laughs> is reality. But come on, man. Yeah. I mean, one of the simple requirements for any judge who serves in this country, uh, I believe it does not exactly apply to the Supreme Court, but to even get to the Supreme Court, you have to be a judge in a previous court. And one of the most simple things to do is when you have a family member or someone you're related to or involved with and they're in front of you and they are seeking a fair trial and you're the judge, you're supposed to recuse it's yourself because you stuff. have bias. And it's very simple. And of course, speaking of clown shows, when Clarence Thomas was uh, the nomination process, the way that Anita Hill was tr- treated specifically by Joe Biden and many others, mm-hmm. absolutely despicable. Mm-hmm. Despicable. Mm-hmm. Joe Biden saying, what was the most traumatic thing that happened? Well, you know what, Joe? Why don't we ask you that question? All right. Just lastly here with Manchin regarding uh, KBJ, he says it was disgraceful. It really was what I saw. And I met with her and I read all the transcripts and I listened to basically the hearings and it was just embarrassing. And I think a lot of people feel that exact same way. All right, everyone. Well, that'll wrap up this episode. We'll we'll have a lot more to talk about. We'll talk about um, Biden's budget. It's a proposed budget. It's $5.9 trillion right now. Uh, There is a a billionaire tax in there. But again, we'll see what makes it through. Mm -hmm. uh, Because as we know with the last budget, what is proposed is not what comes out. Right. (laughs) So we will uh, keep you up to date on that next week. And the next episode, Katie Shanahan, I think you're going to love it. She tells us all about redistricting and gerrymandering. And it's a little pessimistic, but also we find some optimism in there. Yeah. Because we got to fix this stuff. We can do it. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. All right. Thanks again to everyone who came out to see the live shows. And we'll see you in Boston and Mash and Tuck It this weekend. (laughs) All right, everyone. Hail yourselves. We'll talk to you soon. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. People today can spend half their lives over 50. So it's good to be financially ready for what's important to you as you get older, like a family vacation. Or starting your dream business. Welcome to Connie's Coffee. How may I help you? AARP's trusted financial tools can help you plan for whatever your future holds. That's why the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Start planning today at aarp.org slash money tools. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.